Hello everyone, I am Johnson Obamainti. And I am Faye Obamainti. And we are the host of Oasis of Hope podcast. Yeah. Hi there, how are you? I am doing wonderful, wonderful. Highly blessed. All grateful to the Lord. And how are you doing in this our Texas Yes, I'm highly favored. <laughs> Praise God. I am but, a tropicalized person, yeah, so yeah. I'm making it to do with the heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, it is good. We've never God had... is so good. He makes all the different seasons yes, for he does. us to enjoy. True, very true. Yes. This year, though, in Texas, boy, it is yeah. extremely, yeah. it's like we're having continuous three-digit yes. temperatures. Yes, yes, yes. Well, why don't we get, go ahead and get started, yes. dive into, you know, this past weekend, yes, we were honored to be invited to participate in the mayor's Back to school events. Yes. So, Dallas Mayor Back to School event. It's the twenty sixth, um, the twenty sixth um event, yeah. and we've been part of it for years. So that means it's been going on for twenty six years. Twenty six years. There was a stop. So the last we mm-hmm. all participated together, mm-hmm. and it's always done at Fair Park. The last that we participated was in 2019, wow. August, and it's always the first Friday mm-hmm. in August. In August, mm-hmm. and due to the pandemic, we did not have it in 2020. That is true. That is we did true. not have it in 2021. So we were super excited wow. to be back again yes, yes, with yes. everyone. And talking about pandemic. Praise the Lord. I was just reading about it today. The CDC is ending social distancing. Praise God. Praise God. Praise yeah. God. Uh, Praise God. Yes, so go ahead. No, I'm finished. I was just yeah, giving you know, the history it, it was, of that. I, I know I was really blessed. And not only that, I want to give a shout out to all our volunteers. We have Praise almost 15 volunteers. Yes. And it gladdens my heart to see men, you know, strong and tough men going there to be a blessing to all those families there. Everything free of charge. We were so blessed by Mm -hmm. each one Mm -hmm. of our volunteer leaders, like you shared, just giving of themselves, their time, and um, meeting everyone and engaging with the community. Wow, we came As, back and yeah. we were saying how blessed we just exactly. were to just see everyone just blessed. I mean, that seeing way. them there as early as seven thirty in the morning. Yes, yes, all the way to two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so a big shout Non-stop. out, a big shout out to yeah. our national um, Pan um, Helic Society Council mm. of Dallas. Um, you know our fraternity. Um, um, brothers, brothers as well as sisters. and sorority sisters, sisters that yeah. came out. Yeah. We really thank God for you. Thank you for engaging thank the community so much. Um, so much. I mean, you see the I mean the list of participants. Oh yes, I mean, I mean one after the other, over twenty some pages. We are still walking through those yes. lists, and every yes. page, in mm. fact, our volunteer leader, mm. um, Lady Howard 
had to use after those 20 pages were gone, yeah. had to flip the back, the back of the, just the hunger of that, the people, sheet, yes. that people had. So yes. we're yes. really thankful yes. for that. I mean, usually it's such a great event, though, that it seems as if every parent and every uh, school age children in this area, especially in the Dallas area, that they're all waiting for this event to happen. Yes. So, I mean, we're talking about thousands and thousands of, of children and their family members uh, coming through the gift line. Yeah. I know the last time we participated in 2019, I think it was recorded that over 30,000 were in attendance that came through. Wow. But, you know, with the pandemic, mm. I think things were um, done differently mm. this year. Mm. So parents had to register and pre-register yeah. and things like that. And so we just want to say big shout out. The mayor, yeah. um, his office, and everyone that yeah. made it such a wonderful event for all families yeah. um, to participate And this in. is a bipartisan event. Yes. So shout out to the mayor of Dallas yes. for putting this up. Yes, yes, yes. Well, so we want to talk about the episode 49. Episode 49 today. Yes. And so you were talking about all the lists um, yes. that we got at the um, event. So yes. following up on some of them, um, some parents want to know about in detail school options and yes. so since our last episode 48 was on back to school yes. we said well looking at all those follow-up questions let's yeah. just tackle it this is the yes. best time about school options so yes so before we get started uh, just do us a favor and read the scriptures you know we have two scriptures uh, pulled out today right yes we have a uh, proverb 22 6 mm -hmm. right? that's correct and then we also have deuteronomy six um four six four okay so let's start out with uh, proverbs 22 6. Okay. it says um train up a child in the way um they should go and um, when they are old, they will not depart from yes. it. Yes, train or discipline, you know, that discipline or training is when you show the children that you have the right way to take, the right way to go. When you teach them to live right, act right, study right, and learn right. So that they can have this solid foundation exactly. uh, later in life yes. that they can build. And that involves characters and virtues of, of, being, of living a successful life. That's so true. Mm -hmm. So Deuteronomy 6, 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So Deuteronomy 6 Verses four, 4 through nine. 9. Okay, you know, this is really how amazing the Word of God is. The Word of God is full, is incomprehensible, is unsearchable, 
and the word of God is full of wisdom. Yes, it is. You know, isn't that amazing? If somebody had told me before that different school options are listed in the Bible, I would be saying, hmm, are you sure? Even at that time, we have different teaching and learning options or different schools. Yes, we do. That's what you just read. Yes, and so, we will be talking about exactly. how it looks like now, now. in our world, exactly. the options so that parents have. So when he's have. talking about teaching them at home, you know, now we're going to talk about homeschooling. That's true. You know, mm -hmm. not, I mean, I can't say much about, you know, letting our listeners know that we homeschool our children for 11 years. Yes, yes. So we, we are talking about what we know. That's true. Okay. It's not something that we heard of, but something exactly. that we, and, we did. And God bless us to be leaders of homeschooling organizations in this DFW area. As right? well as... As well as this whole, this state, uh, statewide. That's Texas true. State. We were actually talking that mm -hmm. with another family that yeah. we homeschool together. Now, mm -hmm. you know, all our kids are uh, all adults grown, yes. are grown together. And so back in the day when mm -hmm. we homeschool, we just did not homeschool just our own. Yes. But we provided guidance and resources for families, especially uh, minority families, to yes. help them and encourage them to also do the same for their children. And yes. then we had a co-op yes, that co we had. That also have the families or uh, the parents that are homeschooling their children. Yeah, so we met um, mm -hmm. twice a week mm -hmm. and different parents mm -hmm. taught different things. At a church uh, in Oakley, And we met mm -hmm. at St. John's St. Missionary St. Baptist yes. Church um, because one of our officers, that's their home yes. church, and they opened it up for parents, for um, mm -hmm. our group to mm -hmm. come in and do our homeschool co-op. And great time that the yes. children had. So you had parents that knew about sewing, taught everybody yes. sewing, yes. that knew about math, taught everybody math, math home economics, yeah. taught yeah. everybody science. that science, mm -hmm. and so, taught everybody that. And then that. also help the children, you know, to learn different styles of their, you know, their learning styles, and then help them to comprehend and to master you know, the concepts of each and every one of those, uh, those areas. And then um, those organizations, that, the organization you were talking about, the statewide, mm -hmm. so we had a statewide organization mm -hmm. that covered the different chapters in different cities. Correct. And so um, we're just grateful looking back and seeing yes. all that fruitful yes. families. So, so if you as a family or as a leader of your family, you feel like you're called to homeschool your children, don't be afraid. So we're telling you that it's, done, it's doable. Because I know for some parents, they say, oh, they feel intimidated. Oh, I just, I'm not capable. I just do, don't think I have the temperament. Yes, you can. Yes, you can do it. And a great place to find more information about homeschool, everything you need to know, homeschooling in Texas, is Texas Homeschool Coalition. Correct. So Texas Homeschool Coalition, you yes. can find everything that you need. If you feel that you need more, just let us know. Yes, and you have questions, legal questions about homeschooling and how to get curriculums, how to get started and how to continue. Whichever stage you find yourself in or wherever you are, 
or how you have questions about URL, you have questions about a lot of other things, contact them. Yes. And then they'll be available to you. Well, that's number one. Number one. You know, teaching your children at home, homeschooling. And then number two, private schools, or some people call it parochial schools. Parochial schools. Okay. okay. So those private schools can come in different forms. Yes, they can. Okay. They can be Christian. Yes. Um, Christian based. Christian based, yes. um, where, you know, um, a total kingdom or Bible worldview is how the curriculum is presented or delivered. Yeah. So that is there. Mm -hmm. And there's so many um, mm -hmm. wonderful parochial or yeah. private schools. Mm -hmm. The difference is that parents that send their kids there do pay to have yes. their kids yes. there. So, yes. And, and uh, you know, they, uh, if, and if you cannot afford to pay, then that's the one that you desire. You know, there are other opportunities or scholarship there. Some of those uh, private schools do offer scholarship. That's so true. look, do your homework, get the right information, and don't be intimidated. Don't let anything disturb you from the vision that you have for your children, yes. to educate your children. Okay? Yes. And we're going to number three. Number and three. And this number three happens to be one of your passion. <laughs> so what? I'm just going to let you talk more about it. That's the, the typical or uh, what we call the traditional public school. Yeah, so your traditional public school is um, what you will find in each, you know, city. So every mm -hmm. city that you live in, there is an ISD, independent school district within that. Mm -hmm. And um, so these are your traditional public school. They come in different sizes. Mm -hmm. You have large, huge ones. Um, mm -hmm. You have medium-sized ones and you have little ones. Mm -hmm. uh, it depends on where you live. So mm -hmm. wherever you live, the traditional public school in where you live, that's basically, you know, the opportunity for your kids to go to that school. Mm -hmm. And um, it happens a lot that most of the cities that um, are, are well-to-do in terms of real estate, they're mm -hmm. able to provide um, a more kind of sophisticated kind of education in those mm -hmm. ISDs compared to your inner city, mm. you know, or urban areas that real estate might not be as appreciated as, you know, those mm. um, suburb affluent areas, mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, so there's that discussion that has been going on for a while mm. in terms of the difference of um, quality of education presented. So, and that's why we're sharing all this. So mm -hmm. if, if parents live in a place, that's all they have, then that's all they're going to have. Yes. So it's not like they're going to be able to live in one city mm -hmm. and then they're able to enroll in another city's ISD. Mm -hmm. So the okay, traditional do you, do you ISD. In, with traditional ISD, do you typically have to 
uh, enroll your children in the within the district where you live yes because that's how it works the boundaries of the city that you live um basically that's how your traditional isd works so okay. uh, so like where we live now mm -hmm. if we had school age children mm -hmm. they can go to school right here mm -hmm. so in the schools in this city where we live in so we can't we can't live here mm -hmm. and say we're going to send our kids to another city maybe that is 20 miles away so if we if we do have homes yes and we don't have school age children mm -hmm. do we still have to pay the school tax oh yes you do okay i just i just want to know because that, somebody might be like me i want to ask that question yes so you do so yeah. um it just happens that mm -hmm. you can live in an area especially mm -hmm. in areas that have high um mm -hmm. property taxes mm -hmm. if you don't have any kids there just count it as your generous donation okay. to your city for all other families that have school age involuntary donation <laughs> okay yes all right i get that now all right thank you so much well this is another question say so, well you know what i cannot afford a private school mm -hmm. and i don't want to send my kids to traditional public school even what other you... option do i have very good so there are two other options so the first one we've talked about homeschool mm -hmm. option um and you are in total control in homeschool you are everything from beginning to the end you carry all that when we talked about private school parochial that involves money um 99.9 but i don't have scholarship well you don't i don't have voucher that's okay so then we talked about the third one the traditional isd based on where you live right so the next one number four is charter schools there you go so for so charter, how does that work? Very good question. Mm -hmm. So your mm -hmm. charter school is mm -hmm. also a public school. Mm -hmm. So the difference is your charter school is free public mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. However, it's not tied to one city location. So mm -hmm. there can be a charter school right here in the city that we live mm -hmm. in, but it can draw students from the neighboring cities maybe um uh, you know 10 mile radius around all the neighboring cities it can draw students from there and so that is one of the beauty of of charter public schools so if you happen to live in an area where you know the schools are not all that what you want or desire for uh, for your kids as a parent and you can move because you know that's mm -hmm. where you live based on what you can afford, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you're kind of like stuck in that traditional area, traditional okay. school. However, mm -hmm. if there is a charter school around you, mm -hmm. you can enroll your children there. You have that opportunity there. And we had that opportunity when we um, stopped homeschooling because our kids wanted to go back to public school. Mm -hmm. That was their first public school, yes. a charter and school. And because they were interested in a special program called International Baccalaureate. The IB mm -hmm. program, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is only found mm -hmm. um, in certain schools, mm -hmm. be it private, 
charter or traditional public schools. So mm-hmm. it's not open or available to homeschool families. Homeschool, homeschool. So we need to mm-hmm. let families know that. That yes. was why we transitioned from homeschool to yeah. um, public school. And so our first place was charter school. Okay. And so our daughters, all three of them, were able to go to that charter school, even though we lived yeah. 45 minutes away, they were able to do that. So from what I heard, the charter school are more or less like innovative public schools. They, that's exactly the word. They are innovative schools. Mm. So they are innovative schools mm. that... Um, the um, legislature with the state mm-hmm. agency mm-hmm. allows so that there are more options for mm-hmm. parents and um, there are more um, uh, opportunities for all students to be able to succeed. Because remember now, if you live in an area where um, the real estate is not appreciated as much mm-hmm. and you're kind of stuck there because that's where you live based on your zip code, and your traditional school um, does not really um, offer a good education for your children, you, and you can afford the um, private school, you really don't have any option right there. So mm. that's the only thing that, will, that you have. However, if you have a charter school in the area, yeah. then that's another option for you. So it creates more options mm. for parents. So the idea of innovation mm. is what really drives mm. um, charter schools. So, so what you're saying now is that even in an area that's in an underserved area mm-hmm. where we have less appreciated uh, real estate. That's correct. One can have a charter school there. Yes, one can have a charter and school. And how will that be funded? Well, charter schools are funded typically mm-hmm. from the state, oh, that's but they, they're just not funded mm-hmm. 100% as your ISD mm-hmm. because your ISD, you know, they're drawing their funding from their real estate, you know, um, basically. So for mm-hmm. charter school, mm-hmm. it's more like you have mm-hmm. um, 80% funding. Mm-hmm. And so that's the 20% sweet. the charter school mm-hmm. makes up for either in grants, that's philanthropic um, donations and, you know, endowment and things things like that so yes so that's um four so we have one more more to go yes one more to go so this has been in existence yes for a long time yes um the number five yes but it came it to like, prominence yeah, this be- first few years huh? it, it came to prominence because of the pandemic so number That's five it. is virtual school. virtual school so what is virtual school so like i said it's been around before that's but- amazing because a lot of people during the uh, when you know uh, when covid hit and then they were talking about when at first school were closed and then when people were trying to transition from being closed to gradually get into that uh, face-to-face school they just can't they couldn't jump into that right away. And then virtual school was like uh, the order of the day. Yes. However, virtual school have been around for a longer time. Mm. So virtual schools have been around for long, long time. It actually, here in the U.S., K-12 mm. is the um, 
master of virtual schools and mm -hmm. so they've been around for a long time and have virtual schools in almost every state so mm -hmm. the pandemic um kind of brought virtual school to the forefront mm. because everybody just now, like zoom is like just like zoom yeah we all, we all know what what zoom has done yeah. to all of us so virtual school came to prominence because of the pandemic because mm. from your parochial school from your um ISD your charter school everybody went virtual However, virtual has been as a, uh, as a mode and option for parents before the pandemic, before 2020, and it's still inexistent. And what I love also is that a lot of schools, because of the pandemic, have mm. added virtual schools as options mm. from traditional ISDs to charter schools. They've um, expanded their program to include virtual schools mm. as another option. So your virtual school, what it means is your child does all their stuff online. So they meet their teacher, you know, online. They do everything online. They do their tutoring online. Every single thing is done online. Mm. So, and um, it's just like your brick and mortar school. Okay. Um, so families that travel a lot, mm. that have um, athletes, for example, mm -hmm. that compete a lot, gymnasts mm -hmm. and things like that, so prior to pandemic have used that mode a lot in virtual mm. schooling yeah. and um so it might be a good option however mm. you have to be involved in ensuring facilitation of everything that is going on with your child so maybe if you know they have flexibility of their schedule they travel um it's an option that they can look yeah. into. So K-12 um, is known as one of the masters of um, virtual school, but there are others now. You yeah. have Stride, um, you have Pearson also yeah. has a component, and some of those virtual schools are international, not yeah. just um, U.S., so you can yeah. have in a class, you can have students from different parts of the world mm. in your classroom. So okay. that's another yeah. option. Um, in, in, in Texas here, our virtual schools are a form of public school, so they're free. Mm. So there's some virtual schools that are private school and you have to pay a fee. So mm. just kind of know the difference, you know, there. But I guess, uh, you know, now we have some traditional schools that now have virtual school of their own. That's that's what I mentioned yes, earlier, okay. as well as charter schools exactly. that charter now school, have exactly. virtual so, of their own. So that means those children that participated in those virtual schools, when the time comes for them to graduate, so would they graduate with those people in the traditional school, or how do they arrange that? Very good question. So it depends on mm. the kind of setup and planning mm. was put in place mm. um, for the ISD and the virtual school. Mm. So um, for some ISDs, their virtual school students, um, if they've reached a graduating class for mm. 12th grade, mm -hmm. can actually graduate mm. with you know, the physical, um, you know, graduating class. Um, for, for example, the K-12 um, uh, model, I'm not sure whether they have a special in-person graduation, but I know because, you know, their students, you know, leave 
in different places, but they do have virtual graduation ceremonies. Like uh -huh. some of the ceremonies that happened during the mm -hmm. pandemic that mm -hmm. a lot of mm -hmm. high school, um, college, mm -hmm. professional schools were all graduating on Zoom. Yeah. It's been in existence way before the pandemic. Oh, so. wow. That is amazing. Lots of, lots of good information. And even for those of you listening to us, just wondering, uh, you know, where all these questions that I've been asking my wife, because my wife is an expert, subject expert, a subject matter expert in this area. So that's why I've been asking her a lot of those questions that you guys been sending in and have been asking us and been wanting to ask. So I'm just your spokesperson, okay? So thank you so much. You really enlightened us and and equip us with so much uh, today as regarding uh, especially private school uh, and uh, charter school, traditional uh, public school, and then also virtual school. Of course, uh, I was able to speak some about uh, homeschooling, you know, of course, which, uh, and then also some uh, part of uh, uh, private school. Mm -hmm. So thank you all so much for what you do, all parents out there, and we continue to lift you up in yes. prayer, even as you're getting ready for this new school season, and uh, God will protect all of your children, will secure them, and nothing, nothing, nothing whatsoever will be able to hurt them, but rather they will continue to advance in their studies to be leaders of tomorrow. So send us your questions. You know that we're here for you. Yes. And that's about the time we have for this episode 49. Until next time. Stay connected. Stay connected. We, we love, love you. you.